from Tulsa Tech, helping you make your own path with insights and information about the world of career training. The Tech Times Podcast starts right now. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tech Times Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams. In the spotlight today is our Broken Arrow campus. Did you know that transportation and logistics is one of the top five career paths in Oklahoma? Here to chat all about that is Tulsa Tech's coordinator of our professional truck driver training program, Mr. Donnie Talk. Donnie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. Glad to be here today. So before we dive into all things uh, truck driver training, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your career journey and how you got ended up at Tulsa Tech? Yeah, I wound up at Tulsa Tech after a long, lucrative career, I'd say, in the trucking industry. I pretty much grew up in the industry, uh, learned how to drive at a young age. Uh, my dad was a fleet owner for a, a fairly large trucking company here in town. Uh, then as my career progressed, I progressed into management positions and into middle management, senior management positions. And uh, in uh, 2016, beginning of 2016, I got a phone call from one of my friends at Central Tech, who was the director of truck driver training there, uh, asked me if I might be interested in a job opportunity at Tulsa Tech and kind of filled me in on uh, some things they knew as far as Tulsa Tech wanting to start a truck driver training program. Hmm. So what, what made you make that switch? What was the kind of the push over that edge to get into in, instruction and teaching the next generation of truck drivers? Well, in, in my position, uh, I was in charge of safety and training in the industry. So it kind of came naturally to, uh, to go ahead and make that turn and get into the, more of the training aspect of it. Also, um, you know, I know great, uh, Tulsa Tech was a great place to work, uh, great, uh, doing great things for, for all the citizens of Tulsa County, and uh, just wanted to kind of get on board and see what I could do, you know, to, uh, to achieve some, some goals. Also, it allowed me to change my work-life balance a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't have the nights being woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, Sunday mornings, having to get up out of church to go answer a phone call because I was on call 24 hours a day. So that really changed that. Sometimes, you know, uh, your life is worth more than just working 24 hours a day. So I mean, that allowed me to do that. Logistics happens all day, all night. So no matter what, you got to come back in the call, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. Logistics is 24-7, 365. So we, you were talking earlier about uh, getting started in the industry. Did you have any jobs other than with your father's tr- fleet at all, or just you got started and that was your first role as holding tools for your dad or whatever? Well, I got started, like I said, with him. And uh, by the time I was 21 years old, he decided that he was going to sell his company and move to Florida. Oh, wow. So, Good for him. So that's what he did. So there I was having to find employment, and I did. I found employment as an over-the-road truck driver at that point and traveled our beautiful country. I've been to both coasts, border to border. I've seen things a lot of people uh, just see on TV have never heard or just heard about and never seen. Uh, you know, I've seen some good, very beautiful parts of the country. I've seen some areas that are, are not so good, but, uh, you know, America as a whole – 
is a beautiful place. You talked a little bit about what made you decide to come work at Tulsa Tech. What makes you proud to continue to work here? Well, it's just our, basically what we do for our students, you mm -hmm. know, educating people for success in the workplace, you know, is, is what we're all about. And it's, it's so rewarding to see those students accomplish what they set out to, to see their success and to see how happy. I mean, I've had grown men in their 40s and 50s shed tears because they, they got out of that $10 an hour job working in a warehouse and all of a sudden they've got a CDL license and they're going to work making $20 an hour, doubling their pay. They can provide for their family. That's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, when you see those lives changed and you see the tax brackets changed, it just really hits home the impact that we make every day. Oh, exactly. We get uh, talking about tax brackets. A little side story here. Uh, I had a student call me on the way back from Atlanta, Georgia a few years back and he just said, I just wanted to thank you guys, thank Tulsa Tech. Not only did you change my life, but you changed my tax bracket. And it was all for the better. So yeah. that's what, like you said, that's what it's all about. We all learned at, during the height of the pandemic the important function truck drivers play and making sure we have items on the shelf at the store, right? So can you give us a few points of what makes a good professional truck driver? Well, you said it right there, Ryan, being professional. You've got to have good time management skills because mm. trucking runs on a schedule. You know, uh, years ago, we used to have warehouses full of, of goods. Well, we went to a system, and those of us in the trucking industry called a, J, a JIT model, which is just in time. Mm. Basically, goods are made. They're put on the truck. They're basically warehoused on the truck while it's moving across the country. No more do we warehouse things. So you have to have good time management skills. You have to be a self-starter uh, because you're out there on your own. You're not working in a shop with a supervisor all the time. You're traveling thousands of miles away from home, and you are basically your own boss. You, you create your own uh, your day, and that's what you have to have. You have to have very good time management skills and be a self-starter to be successful. That's a really good point. You know, and you never think about uh, on the open road, managing your own time and things like that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, Donnie. When we come back, we're going to get into the program and the skills that set these students apart and set them up for success. Ready to start a career in the automotive industry? Tulsa Tech, the leader in career training, offers state-of-the-art facilities, equipment, and qualified instructors who will help you get certified in many high-demand automotive areas. Get professionally trained in automotive maintenance, collision repair and refinishing, motorcycle and watercraft, power sports, and many more. Make your own path to a successful career. Call 918-828-5000 or visit tulsatech.edu. All right, we are back. Before the break, we talked about some of the traits that make a good truck driver. Donnie, what are a few of the ways we work to make sure our graduates are some of the best drivers in the industry? Well, one thing, Ryan, is our program is longer than the traditional truck driver training programs in the area. Our program, you know, is 350 hours 
of training before the students can go out on an internship. That's 10 weeks of training that our students get. That's before they ever get behind the wheel? That's before they get behind the wheel wow. going to work for a company. Oh, gotcha. This, okay. they, the students have uh, three weeks in the classroom, which also uh, incorporates recruiters. Coming in, we have roughly 15 companies that come in to recruit our students each class. Then they have their seven weeks of training behind the wheel. And like I said, that's almost two times what students usually get at, at an average truck driving school. I was going to ask how long the normal average time is. The normal is four weeks. Wow. That seems a little bit um, short <laughs> for somebody that's going to be taking the wheel of such a large vehicle. Correct. And we have students that uh, we currently have students that have went to other schools, huh. the shorter schools, and, and have now enrolled in our program because they did not grasp everything they needed to know to get that CDL and become a professional truck driver. So what happened, basically, they just weren't able to grasp all the knowledge in the short time, couldn't pass the CDL test and then come back to us? Correct. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad they're here. I'm glad they're able to take advantage of the training. Um, so we're basically a year-round truck driver training program. Is that right? That's correct. We're ha- we have now eight full-time classes year-round, four daytime classes and four evening classes. So we have lots of entry points for uh, students to get into the program, even an adult all-day training program. Um, and talk about the new evening program as well. Okay, we, we, had, we started the evening program about three years ago. And it's been very successful. It was Monday through Thursday evenings from 4.10 to 10 o'clock at night. And we've just added, we've just hired basically another full-time instructor to add two more evening start dates. So we've got so much of a backlog of students uh, on the waiting list, and our industry partners have been wanting us to add more classes. Therefore, this has been a win-win for everybody all the way around, students, want to come into the program, and our industry partners who have been wanting us to do this as well. Let's talk a little bit about that. What are industry needs here in the near future, locally and nationally? Well, locally, a lot of, as you can look around and see, a lot of the roads are under construction, a lot of, a lot of buildings going on, stuff like that. So the need for local drivers in the construction trades, in uh, concrete, that's where most of the local jobs are. And then uh, we always have our friends at Pepsi-Cola, for instance, who are always in need of drivers. Because, uh, you know, the, the age force locally and uh, nationally, as far as truck drivers, is aging out. Talk a little bit about that, um, that some of the boomers are aging out of industry. Yeah, they're, they're uh, basically, you know, started back in their younger years. And now the median age of truck driver now is about 56 years old. So they're starting to age out, getting ready to retire, and then the pipeline is not there for the younger folks coming up through the pro or through the ranks to drive. Uh, what do you think changed? Do. What do you well, think's changed in um, over the years? Technology. Hmm. I think that um, there are more of the younger students nowadays that want to maybe look at. Uh, a different lifestyle. You know, truck driving is a, is a lifestyle on its own. I mean, you're taking showers at truck stops. You're away from home for weeks at a time. I think if you can make a, a living, you know, or what the younger students think, if they can make a living, 
working at Google or working, uh, you know, designing some and working in the IT field, why do you all want to go drive a truck and be gone away from my family for weeks at a time? I think that's where that, uh, that comes into play at. But we obviously see there's generally interest in the program and our industry needs are clamoring for skilled drivers. Talk a little bit about that interest level that you're seeing from students. Well, we're, we're starting to see, like we said, we have a, we have a backlog and a waiting list on each class. Uh, the, we started you talking about this evening class. We just started, we had a waiting list, I believe, of 24 people. That's two more full classes. We can have. So we are seeing that as a second career, basically. And with the pandemic, uh, a lot of people were, were laid off. Mm. We're starting to see a, a, a lot more second career type students come in. Sure. They were laid off or they were doing a job and they saw that the trucks didn't stop during this pandemic. You know, goods had to keep moving. So right. those, those truck drivers are still making money. So they're seeing that, and a lot of students are coming in because of that reason. Maybe they're clamoring for the freedom of the open road, and like you got to see all coast to coast, all the beautiful cities and things like that. Absolutely. Maybe they're looking for an opportunity to do all those things. Uh, they, that, that's a good point. They come in and they, they discuss that as well. Uh, they're tired of working behind a, a desk. They're tired of working in a shop. They kind of want a little bit of freedom. They have a you know, they have a choice. Well, hey, I can have a second career going here. Well, you know, I'm not going to get into sales anymore, just say, for instance, because sure. that could go away in a heartbeat. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get out there and see the country and get paid for it. We talked a lot about long haul truck driving, but it's not the only opportunity you get coming out of the program, right? Absolutely not. You know, we started the program back in 2016. Basically, the students and that came to class then, that was the only option, was an over-the-road truck driver. Well, in the last few years, we've seen it open up to the local driving positions, and that's came on more and more uh, because the, the vacuum has widened so much that now local drivers are starting to retire out as well, like I said, and then you have to fill that gap too. So there's a lot of local opportunities as well coming on board. I was always kind of curious, Donnie, how comfortable is the bedding in a truck well it just depends right okay it's, it's not too it's comfortable. what you put into it <laughs> it's not too comfortable uh a lot of truck drivers will invest in getting a a, a mattress made uh basically i just took the uh mattress toppers and put on my mattress oh, okay. whenever I, when i drove add a little more comfort to it add a little more comfort and uh you know actually you can sleep very well sometimes in a truck i would i guess so what are uh, some important driver safety tips for those of us on the road, you know, that are traveling alongside truck, those big trucks and whatnot? Do you have any safety tips for us common folk drivers that are trying to get to our places as well? Well, where do you want to start at? Right? <laughs> That'd be the question. You have to remember uh, these trucks are big. They're, they're slow. They're heavy. Don't ride beside them. Uh, but if you can't, if you got to pass them, go ahead and get past them. Um, if they uh, have a catastrophic tire failure and the tire blows out, it can come through your windshield. Mm. Um, so there's different things. Give them room. Blind spots. Give them room. Understand if you're in driving in town, they're big, bulky, they're slow. Starting out, just be patient. And just remember that driver is trying to be as safe as he can. But if you can't see his mirrors when you're following, if you see him in his mirrors, following him he can't see you 
One other quirk of uh, trucks these days with technology and advancement of the industry is that uh, a lot of people are afraid to get into the industry because maybe they don't understand how to drive a 12-speed uh, manual shifter. But a lot of these trucks are going automatic these days. Is that correct? Absolutely. We have two. They're actually an automated manual transmission is, is what the dealership or what the uh, OEMs are calling. But actually... Golly, probably 98% of over-the-road trucking fleets, are, are their drivers are driving the automated manual transmission trucks. Uh-huh. We have two, and uh, we were fortunate enough to, to get a grant from the federal government, and we're purchasing two more. Uh, you know, there'll be some students in class that say, shifting's overrated. I don't want to learn how to shift. <laughs> well, that's, that's fine with us because who they're going to go to work for, they're not going to shift anyway. So there, there is still a, a small need for a student being able to know how to shift a manual transmission truck. I was just going to ask, are, are there anything in industry anymore? Uh, very, very seldom. Hmm. Most of those are the local jobs, driving dump trucks, things like that. But even at that, they're phasing those out. Um, you know, you go to a dealership nowadays, if you had a couple of hundred thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket, Ryan, and you went to go buy a truck <laughs> with us. Say a 10-speed transmission, you wouldn't find one sitting on the lot brand new. Wow. They would have to order it for you. Donnie, we appreciate you being on the podcast. Well, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate being here. Thank you for listening to the Tech Times podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to like us on social media.